And here we are again. What up, what up, what Welcome up? Welcome to the Big Red Van podcast. Here we are, BRV Shorts on the YouTube channel, Big Red Van on uh, all the other podcastables. But uh, here we are, Wade and Hayden with you. Yep. Bringing you another story from the webs. Um, but it's been a while. How you been? Good. Yeah? So good. Things good with you? Yeah, man. It's like I mean, situated here? Uh, you know, it rained a lot. Um, like when I mean a lot, I mean a, like a lot, a lot. I can't believe I forgot about that already, but it's not in my uh, prep notes. I mean, like the epic flood that we many, had, many feet of water. It was pretty cool. Legions of water. I've talked about uh, the ownership of my creek with our new house. Like, <laughs> yeah, how, that shit was deep, dude. I'm the. I seen your video. How deep is it? <laughs> it was crazy. It lit, rose probably about eight feet. Oh yeah, see, I, as a fellow creek owner i guess you could say creek owner as in a creek runs through my property you're a creaker um i am a creaker yeah um our creek was raging we had a raging creek like it's pretty awesome many many feet deep uh seeing roads getting completely washed out with nuts what looked like a river running over the road just you don't want to even walk oh in yeah there, like there were there away. were certain you could parts. lose your baby in that thing there were certain parts of town like anywhere you went basically around here that were like submerged i mean like you know you say flooding but i mean like like submerged like like it underwater like i don't know yeah and they didn't even cancel school they did a lot though not in loudon county no but knox county did knox county did loudon county they uh they did not there were some unhappy parents about having (laughs) to try to trudge through the okay i'll get my kayak out and bring my kid to school today oh speaking of that i saw a hilarious video of um what is it like jeff gordon um raceway I think is what it is. It's whatever. It was a NASCAR speedway somewhere. But, uh, you know, those places have campgrounds. and you know, Of course they do. Of course, right? Yeah. The parking lot, and then there's also a huge campground attached to it as well. Yep. But the campground flooded, and some dude was out there in his jet ski just, wah, 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 just I mean, literally just wearing it out. Like, Hang dude, on, y'all. I got something fl- in like, the trailer. Like doing flips and stuff out here, just jet skiing in the flood zones. Unreal. <laughs> yeah, well, you know at those events that they allow you to bring in uh, a minimum, or uh, I say minimum, a maximum of 30 beers per person. Oh, yeah. To those events. Now, I went to, uh, yeah, I've been to drag races before. The uh, the top fuel nitro kind, not the kind those, where no, people those dress are, like ladies. Those are badass. Um, but the, you said drag race, not drag show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a show, yeah. though. <laughs> um, Fair. But no, um, yeah, I mean, and you can bring a certain size cooler in, and you can, as much alcohol as you can fit inside that cooler is what's allowed to come in. And allowed. Like, you and say like, allowed, you mean encouraged. In, oh, I mean, you'd best believe it was, that cooler is full totally when you go different. in. It's an expectation that you fill that damn thing up. Yes. You, you don't come in with it empty. No. You only got eight beers for you? Uh-huh. Uh, you can't if you want to buy a beer there, they're only like, you know, $9 a Bud Light. So, yeah, yeah. you fill that cooler up. Of course. And you're putting some... Uh, some whiskey bottles in your, you know, in your uh, pockets or your coat. So anyway, I talked about my pre-show notes. Um, normally we don't do notes. Like normally we're just we like to wing it. What's what the what are notes? But it's been a while since we talked so much that I even forgot about the flood. Um, mm. But let's wrap that up. I am really glad that we hadn't built the bridge over the creek yet because it would have been gone. Had no, we, I mean, no, dude, it had been gone. There was metal fencing that was washed away. Wow. Uh, it'd have been gone. It would have depended on how deep we would have set those posts. Uh, now, see, I I trust your engineering skills um, and all that, but 
that maybe the concrete would have been left from our posts, but that's about <laughs> it. Um, but there's a lot of things that have happened in the news, so I'm going to run down a couple of things that we're not going to cover. So this oh. and just in case you need to know, just in case you haven't heard uh, about some things that have happened, both local news and national news. One that I think hits both, which is kind of disgusting and awesome at the okay. same time. Um, and then we'll get into our actual story. But uh, Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, oh, out asking there for a jerky at uh, a at rub a, and jerk, as they call them, at a. Uh, <laughs> A happy ending. Do they call it a rub and jerk? <laughs> they call it a rub and jerk. Yeah, nice. <laughs> That's like the slang word for like a a sex parlor that also does massages. A, a rub and jerk. It's that straightforward. That's I, I've heard people use that phrase, and I thought it was hilarious. And I said, I'm using that phrase from now on. Oh my gosh! You would think jerk. it'd be called like a no penny. <laughs> Me, All right. can, can I get a no penny? Uh, Robert Kraft caught on video walking into this Oasis Day Spa or something. Yeah. Um, it was like a sting operation, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's like, like yeah. 25, 30 people that have been indicted yeah. on it. I saw the list of names, and I'm going to Google them all later uh, <sighs> to see what they what they do and kind of where they're from. One guy for, in his 30s from Greenwich, Connecticut, and Greenwich, Connecticut's like literally the richest right. part of our country. Um <laughs> But any, anyway, uh, a lot Robert, of one percenters there. Ton. That's all. It's full. It's full yeah. of one percenters. So when you see a thirty-year-old from Greenwich, you're like, okay, trust fund baby, yeah, out there spending somebody's money. Um, the teabagging delivery driver. You uh, heard about this? Local. Right? This happened in Merville. Merville. <laughs> like right up the road. Yeah. Where this guy uh, repeatedly is ordering food. If you haven't heard about this, uh, look it up. But this guy's repeatedly ordering food from one of those delivery services. Lives like right on the edge of how far they deliver. And yeah, at the edge. Tips them like a dollar or something. Less than a dollar. All wait. the time. If you haven't oh, so heard you about know, this you story. You know more about this. I yeah. know about this story. And first of all, let me make two points here. Point number one, I would never do this. So, uh, And I've worked in the food industry a lot and never did anything like this. So for the record, that. Number two, if you tip someone 90 cents on like a 30 or $40 order and they had to drive like 10 miles to bring you your food, you're a son of a bitch that gets testicles dipped in your salsa. Yeah, so there it is. You know, um, it was a ballsy move. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> he uh, put he literally put his balls in a guy's salsa and on then, video, and then posted about it. About this is what you get, like lit- a literal. You see what happens, Larry? Typical. Do millennial you see mistake. what happens, Larry? <laughs> this is a very typical millennial mistake, and it's uh, uh, posting illegal things that you do. Like you that know, your- that's the kind of stuff you leave off Facebook. Is this your homework, Larry? <laughs> So uh, there is a crab leg sword fight in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, where these two patrons of your local buffet, uh, they're waiting for the fresh crab legs to come out to the buffet. As you do. And, I mean, of course, there's a line that forms. Mm -hmm. Crab legs at a buffet? Shit. (laughs) Give me some of that. Um, Yeah. And a fight breaks out. And as weapons, these people use the crab tongs and dinner plates as shields. So literally whipping these things out as swords. And they're fencing with each other. Old man uh, ends up with a large cut like on his forehead. Bitch was trying to kill him. like <laughs> Over the crab over legs. Over crab legs. Um, 
This one was great. There's a man that got selected for jury duty and then shouted out loud, he's guilty, in in a hope to get dismissed from jury duty. That's how you get dismissed. That's how you get put in jail for contempt of court. Oh. Oh, he did it in court? In court. Oh. See, that's the thing you do when you're getting interviewed for jury duty. Is no, say, you show up wearing a clown suit. Yeah, and say, oh, he's guilty. Yeah. Uh, you can't persuade me any way other than he's guilty. You bring, like, your pet ferret, you know, and you let it <laughs> hang in your pocket. And you start talking you to somebody on your you shoulder. Don't, don't bathe for, like, three weeks up until the day you're supposed to go in. So that was good. I thought that was great. Judge fined him ten, or put him on a $10,000, like, cash-only bond and made him oh spend a night God. in jail and dropped all charges. But oh, my God. It was just like, you're going to jail Learn your lesson. Yeah. You don't stand up and yell in my courtroom. The power of judges. That's so awesome. It you is, annoyed me. You go to jail. It is kind of crazy. Um, this was probably end up, it's probably going to have a dark turn to how this story ended, but oh, there no. was a Lamborghini that was found abandoned in a London ditch. And this happened just the other day. Uh, authorities see this beautiful, like brand new Lamborghini just in this ditch. Just no one in it, nothing in it, and it just just sitting there. Okay. So fresh off of a James Bond movie, you know, where someone steals a sports car, uses it for some purpose, gets into a wreck and just leaves it and gets helicoptered out of there. Is that what like, actually happened? Who the hell knows? They don't know yet. Oh. But um who yeah. who who ditches a Lamborghini other than like do they know who owns it? No. If they know, they're not telling anybody. You know that someone that owns a car like that's probably pretty wealthy. Probably keep their their name out of they the news. They live in Connecticut. Um, yeah, more than likely. <laughs> so, have you heard about the, all these uh, parrots that have gotten addicted to opium? No. No? Well, with, by raiding these fields, <laughs> these poppy fields. The parrots are The parrots are the now, poppies? like, raiding it and, like, getting combative with the farmers. Oh, my God. As, <laughs> as you do, you know, when heroin enters your life. <laughs> tend to get a little combative. <laughs> Um, and then I've got a lot, dude. I've got a lot more right. here. But w- you what know, do you really want to talk about? A lot of things. I want to talk about an Indiana man that had a bone collection of over 40,000 bones. Incredible. That was really cool. Uh, have you heard about the California glory hole? Oh. And it's not that kind of glory hole. It's like an act. It's like a drain in this lake at a dam. It's like a dam system. Okay. And it's built literally like a toilet. Like, if you flush a toilet, what happens when you flush a toilet? So, when water, like, rises up and gets to a certain level, they have this system that's just like a hole. They call it the glory hole. (laughs) And it flushes and it brings all this water to, like, a lower reservoir. Are we talking, like, this is something you can ride down or you would die? No, you'd probably die. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it looks like a black hole of water. It's pretty awesome. Um, and I talked about R. Did I talk about R. Kelly yet? No, R. Kelly's in There's jail. too many topics. R. Kelly and a uh, woman in uh, Mexico was kidnapped and uh, held for ransom. Head cut off, found in a trash bag. Uh, I got stories for days, okay. but what I really want to talk to you All about right. is uh, our last episode was uh, you missed my tits, right? Yeah. It was about a, a num- about a numismatist, numismatist, numismatist. Um, Still can't say it. Which is all about coins, right? Right. 
So I saw a story that piqued my interest that was about coins, and I thought, you know, segue, segue, segue. So we'll do coins. If you say it three times, it's a good one. It's like Beetlejuice, yeah. right? <laughs> so um, title, Florida Man Steals $33,000 in Rare Coins and Takes Them to Coinstar. Coinstar? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so that, where would you, did I say Florida man? There's nothing more blasphemous, blasphemous than that if you're a coin collector. Like, taking your, like, super rare pennies to the Coinstar machine. Florida man steals $33,000. Oh, I, I heard you say he stole it. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you can't take it to a pawn shop. Well, listen. Okay, so this is how it goes down. Um, his name is Shane Anthony Mealy, 40. Good name. Of Riviera Beach, Florida. Okay? Good part of Florida. He was booked on grand theft of over $100,000. Good along, charge. Along with an unrelated 10-count drug charge, which I'll get to. Which meant his pockets were full. <laughs> um, no, uh, unrelated. <laughs> oh, unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. I'll get to this. So these were some rare presidential coins that were taken. Uh, valued at around $1,000 each, stolen from this retired man, and this was like his life savings. Oh, these are serious. Yeah, this guy named Michael Johnson is the old man that it was taken from. Um, excuse me. He started collecting the coins when he was around 16 years old. Um, he guessed that he had a well over around 100,000 coins. They were kept in a bunch of different boxes all over his house. He obviously kept the super expensive ones in a certain place right. and you know the cheap ones or whatever. Maybe he even had one of those pennies that we were talking about on the last uh, that, episode. That's a serious thing. But um, he met this Mealy guy through a mutual friend, just kind of one of those small town type things. Runs into a friend that has a friend who's down on his luck and needs some help. So this is a nice old man that gives him some help, gives him a job, lets him get some work, even gives him a place to stay. And then he robbed his ass. Typical story of one of these things mm-hmm. where you give a dirt bag a chance and he's, well, what do you know? He's a dirt bag, <laughs> you know? Um, so one night he broke in and he took everything. Um, Mr. Johnson happened to have cameras all over his house. So you can see, or the authorities, I should say, saw uh, Mealy going around with blue tape and going putting blue tape on the lens. <laughs> it doesn't work if they already see your face. So, it's the level of intellect we're dealing with this in- individual. Like, so, like you can just see their dumbass yeah, face, like, like smiling like in the middle at of it, <laughs> like full Gomer pile, right? Uh, a tip le- that just totally dated me right there i gave a i said gomer pile how many people are gonna get the gomer pile thing um i don't know i just two i i it's drilled into my head from full metal jacket four oh yeah <laughs> bullshit you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose <laughs> all right uh a tip led to the arrest of this guy mealy and it was a totally unrelated tip right he was um, gallivanting around town, uh, being a dumbass, and police are like, "I think that's where he's at." So let's kick in his door. They find him with a backpack, and that backpack contained things that led to seven counts of possession of painkillers, <laughs> one one count of possession of marijuana, and two counts of drug paraphernalia. So there's the ten unrelated drug okay. charges. And uh, under pressure, he later confessed to stealing the coins. Um, took some of them to the pawn shop. He got about a total of $2,300 for the ones that he took to the pawn shop. 
took the rest to Coinstar at the local uh, Kroger, <laughs> probably. Uh, Publix, would be my guess. It's in Florida. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the credit that he got was store credit. So he took these coins in for store credit. Brutal. Minus the 12% fee. Even more brutal. That he had to pay. And let's just say that he took the 33 presidentials in there at 1000 each and got $29.30 for them. <laughs> so brutal. So, Mr. Mealy... Were they able to recover these coins from the Coinstar? Um, Surely to God. Investigation is ongoing in terms of getting them back because the way that it works, I think, is once the shit's, like, turned over... Like, coins are different than jewelry is what the guy at the pawn shop was talking about. How they have to have a bunch of documentation and whatever. They have to register the, the jewelry. Mm-hmm. A bunch of different things that they have to go through with jewelry that they don't have to do with coins. And it's the same thing in terms of when coins are stolen and then used to purchase something or used to turn in and things like They're that. They're technically money. It's technically money that's back in the system. So it it's really difficult with, hmm. with stuff like that. So... Oh. Dude, it was his dude's life savings. Like he was this retired guy that's like waiting. You know, doesn't he's not working and he's selling these slowly and working off of it to live. And then this guy trades him in for literally the amount of money that's like a t- couple twelve packs of beer. Jeez, God, total douchebag. That's like that reminds me of a story of uh, my own self. And one time while my car was parked outside of work. Uh, somebody busted the window in and stole my CD player oh, out yeah, of my I've heard car. This story, yeah. And the CD player that was in my car was a CD player that I had bought at a pawn shop for twenty dollars. Had a cracked faceplate. Like this thing was like piece o junk. But I was a broke ass teenager that needed a CD player in my car, so I bought one at the pawn shop for twenty dollars. And somebody broke into my car and stole that twenty dollar CD player out of my car to go pawn it. Well, I remember that was when. How oh old my were god, two thousand nine, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. Stealing CD players was like big then. <laughs> <laughs> that was before MP3s took over. I couldn't even believe it. I was just like, someone stole my broke-ass $20 CD player from a pawn shop out of my car. The The worst part about this story, Wade, is that the window that they broke... I used to drive a uh, 98 Ford Escort, and they have the little, mm, classic. little, little triangular uh, piece oh, of glass yeah. behind uh, the driver's side and the passenger side uh-huh. doors. Okay. That little piece of glass, apparently people stopped manufacturing that piece of glass a long-ass time ago. So when I went to go look for that piece of glass, the only way you could get it was for like a glass company to either uh, custom make it for you or you find one at a You go junkyard. find you a Ford Escort and you take it. So logic is, is I go look for that Escort first, right? And every junkyard, and as far as the eye could see did not have a Ford Escort with that glass still in it because they don't make it anymore and it's like a hot commodity. And they've all taken it. And so to get that piece of actual glass replaced, it was like a $900 piece of glass. You should just go buy you a new Ford Escort. I bought a piece of plexiglass and mm. got some rubber sealant and molded that thing into place and it was just the same as what exactly I did. But could you, for that $20 
CD player. Somebody broke a piece of glass in my car that was going to cost me like $900 to replace. Okay. Yeah. We don't need to get into that because the things that people do to steal something for crack rock or whatever it is. It's unreal. It's it's incredible. I mean, I I don't have a good example off the top of my head. <laughs> um, the The guy that broke into my wife's car to take her purse that had nothing in it. Like, he thought it had something in it, obviously. Right. But, um, yeah, it cost us a whole bunch of money to get that fixed, and he got absolutely nothing for it. Was found and got jailed. Other than jail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got spike stripped and jailed. Dude, so yeah. The, that, that, that was the <laughs> badass part about it, is he got hunted down <laughs> and got spike stripped. I was like, don't you touch. That's such sweet victory. Don't you touch my family. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to hear about, I mean, I don't know how long we've been going, and I don't care. We probably I, need to wrap it up. No, but, I our mean, listeners you give me like one more. this. So listen. Give me one more. It's been a while since we've gotten on uh, and recorded a full HYH. So I think that our, our loyal um, listening base that uh, hasn't quite gotten onto the YouTube bandwagon yet okay. that still listens, I think that they've missed it a little bit. You All know? right. Um, Everybody have you heard. There it is. Um this woman in Mexico, I I talked to you about it. Okay, earlier. so the head in the trash bag. Yeah, this was not good. A couple that owns an aluminum business in Mexico, and you hear about this shit all the time about Americans and tourists going down there and getting kidnapped, and maybe not in Mexico, but in some countries in Central America. Okay, and held for ransom by these cartels and stuff. Yeah. So that's basically... It has happened. Basically what happens to this woman, her and her husband are worth a whole lot of money, so she's held ransom. Um, her body is found separate from her head. Her head is found in a trash bag, and her body is found with a note that says something along the lines of, um, this happened to me because my husband decided to play tough guy and not pay my ransom. Oh, my God. God. And the ransom was 4 million pesos, equivalent of $208,000. And obviously, investigation's still ongoing. But this is the kind of stuff. This literally just happened. This was two, three days ago. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I thought that was nuts. That is effing nuts. It's cartels. Literal cartel stuff. God. Chapo's in jail, though, for oh, now. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter. He's still calling the shots. If he's alive, he's calling shots. God. He seems like one of those that I feel like somebody's going to just like vigilante or something, you know, and take him out in yeah. jail. I don't know. See, I think so no one has yet just because of the ripple effect they think that they'll get for the attempt on that. A lot of people probably die soon after he dies. Yes. If you know what I mean. And like, if you don't succeed, a lot of people in your life die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you know. for real, I feel like that's how it would go, and yeah. if, if something like that would happen to him, jeez, uh -huh. way to way to bring it down. Hey, I thought it would <laughs> a, a good uh, a good kidnapping story, and it's it didn't happen here, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about. Oh my god, you're not worried about it, are you? No, I mean, I, I actually, I mean, I kind of am. That's terrible. I wanna... You should be more worried about the 700 pound alligator that was found in a. Um, ditch in Georgia. Like dead? No, alive. Oh, my Giant God. monster. Look, motherfucker looks like a school bus. <laughs> 700 like, pounds, that's a big alligator. Literally, looks like your Ford Escort. <laughs> it, huge, huge alligator. <laughs> uh, yeah, just crawling around in some drainage ditch. 
In the weeds. What part of Georgia? Where did we say? I don't know. I just read the headline. I mean, southern Georgia, that's possible. Yeah. Northern Georgia, you might be getting a little too, a little too not in their climate. Yeah, a little too scary to be finding a 700-pound. You see a 700-pound anything in the wild, uh, you're in yeah. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you're in trouble. Yeah. Especially if it's a meaty. There is nothing in the wild that if it's 700 pounds is a good thing to stumble across. No. I would agree with that statement. And so that's a very fair, probably, probably the most true thing you've said all night. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. So, um, hey, plug them. Uh, at the Big Red Van Pod on all those things, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams. Um, the email. Can, what's our email? The Big Red Van Podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us what you think. If you hate us, th- tell me. Sub- I, you know, I don't care. But Subscribe to this. Yeah. Um, you know, the, that button that everyone tells you to push and, uh, yeah, this follow our podcast too. It's on your Google play or your Google podcast and your Apple podcast, the big red van. Yeah. The podcast is, uh, have you heard, uh, you're also listening to this on the podcast potentially too, cause it's in both places, but, uh, thank you for listening if you are. And the podcast is literally the exact same thing that we're doing right now, so I don't know why it's separated at all, but it, it is separated, damn it, because we got a camera we in like here. We like to video. And lights and a producer somewhere. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a robot. We're paying somebody. <laughs> Something. Right on. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. And we are going to catch you on the next one. Play us out.